nice beaver. Thank you. I just had it stuffed. Yo! What's up, everybody? That's right. Another week. Another episode of the Objective of a Battlefield podcast. What the fuck is up, everybody? Hope everyone is doing well out there. I hope... I hope you don't mind my microphone noise. I hope this podcast finds you well. How the hell is everyone doing? I am... Of course, your host, Dubfire33, and did I say this is the objective of the Battlefield podcast? Or did yes. I, yeah, I did, right? Okay. So, yeah. okay. So, all right. I'll get to the, I'll get to the full disclosure after I announce, as always, my co-host, only slightly bad, the other Evan. What's up, dude? How you doing, man? Good. Good. Good to hear, man. Um. So yeah. So this week, uh. If you you might notice, um, I don't. But yeah, I, I'm probably talking a little bit louder. I'm yelling. That's because I'm bachelor padding it. I'm literally bachelor padding it. Um, and I'm in a good mood about it uh, because, and I, you know, for a little while there, I was a little ner- not nervous, but you know, concerned. Um, so the wife and the kid are out of town this weekend. They they made the four roughly four hour trip up uh, to northern Michigan. Uh, to visit, I wish I could make it, but I couldn't because I couldn't get out of work. But uh, they made the roughly four-hour trip um, to see my brother and uh, uh, my sister-in-law, and of course my nephew, and niece, and uh, you know my son's cousins. So I'm home alone, as it is actually, and I, that's not the movie I want to reference at all, of course, but because it's you know. An old movie that I don't really, you know, it's fine. It's a good movie, but anyway, yeah. So I'm home alone and I'm yelling and I'm fucking, I'm clearly just fucking off the rails right now. So yeah. So here we are with another in episode number thirty-three. In fact, actually, holy crap! And guess what? One week until July twenty-second. One fucking week. So, you know. That's going to be that. Here we go. The the episodes going from that point forward are going to be much more informed, hopefully more informative than they are tonight, because tonight, you know, we got what we got. We got what do we got tonight, Evan? A bunch of Twitter links, basically. Yeah. Yeah. There was some good information that came out the other day, but yeah, that's about it. There's yeah, there was. Yeah. there Yeah. Like a whole like there was nothing. And then yeah, some interesting info sprung up for sure. So we'll get into it. Um. Yeah, depend. Yeah, cross play, cross progression, lots of stuff. I got like, yeah, I'm looking at lots of stuff in the show notes here. Um, so yeah, we'll get into it for sure. Um, I, I'm mostly interested in talking about not mostly interested, but like the tornado talk is kind of interesting. Um, so, so yeah. All right, before we get into all that stuff, let's get into a couple, some quick announcements, real quick. Uh, 
pretty slow on the Twitch uh, Twitch front this week. Uh, one new, only one new follower, Qball zero zero. Thank you for the follow. Um, and if you want to, of course, support the pod and follow me on Twitch, you can follow me at twitch.tv slash dubfire33. Uh, and yeah, that's uh, that's all the Twitch stuff there is this week, actually. That's fine. It's a little slow. You know, that's it's it is what it is. Um, and of course, uh, the other way you could support the podcast, if you feel like it, is I have we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash play the objective. And, um, if you do, in fact, decide to support us through the Patreon, it is purely out of the kindness of your own heart. No bonus content right now. It is purely for support of the podcast. Uh, and, you know, support's coming in right now, in fact, actually, um, which I'll get to in a minute. Um, see you later, boy. In fact, just cheered some bits but i'll get in, i'm gonna get to that see you later boy because i'm gonna talk to you but i'm gonna talk about you more right now in fact uh because we do in fact have patrons and, and i very much appreciate their support uh because they're like i said they're doing it purely just to support this podcast just to help things along as it were which um i should make some i should actually update a little bit actually um I think I mentioned, I did think I mentioned it on one of the previous podcasts, but I don't, if I didn't, I'm just going to reiterate, reiterate it right now just to, for, uh, you know, the sake of getting it out there. We, we got stuff out of the basement and we're ready to like start really rearranging the studio. So hopefully I'm going to have a studio soon. Um, and that's kind of what the, you know, the support is going to just to keep production stuff up. Um, so Thank you to our patrons. Of course, see you later, boy, our general of the army tier patron. And I was going to talk about that real quick because I I talked about it in previous podcasts. See you later, boy, was not having it that Jaron decided to pledge the same amount that he did. So so see you later, boy, upped it, right? He was like, no, I'm sending you guys more money a month. So I had to figure out some kind of tier to make him sort of exclusive. And what I found out was... There actually is a tier above five-star general. It's called General of the Army. And it is only actually, in fact, handed out in times of war. Now, you know, ostensibly speaking, in reality, we're not in a time of war. But this is a podcast about battlefield. And war is, in fact, upon us, right? We are entering the battle for battlefield 2042. Right. So I thought it sounds perfect. That's actually perfect. Cause we are war is upon us, you know, in game, of course. <laughs> right. So I figured that makes perfect sense. So that's what I named the tier that see you later boy, uh, decided to pledge us. Of course, 20 fucking dollars a month. Thank you. See you later boy. Fucking dude. You know, let's fucking go. Right. Fuck off. No, that's not the fucking, I meant to do. I didn't mean to tell you to fuck off. <laughs> this is why I need a stream deck because, yeah, I meant to do that. I gotta get a stream deck. The roadcasters. Yeah, yeah. We know you have issue with key binds. We'll get into. Well, that yeah, we'll get later. into that for sure. So I figured General of the Army sounds perfect actually because you it it's only handed out in a time of war. And that's what's upon us, right? Because Battlefield 2040, Battlefield 2042 is on the horizon. So thank you. See you later, boy. Of course, our general of the army patron. And of course, our five-star general, 
the Iron Ranger himself, Jaren, and of course our captains, Aussie Menace. Aussie Menace, of course, follow him on Twitch, Aussie Menace. Uh, twitch.tv slash Aussie Menace. And Dean Gibson, of course, thank you very much for the support. And as it turns out, I did not realize this until just the other day. It turns out Vaughn Trap is, of course, Rise and Shine on the Discord. So there you go. So from now on, his pay, you know, I'll refer to him as our patron Rise and Shine because that's how everyone's yeah, going to know him on the Discord. So Rise and Shine, thank you very much, of course. So those, thank you very much to our patrons for that. Um, and of course, fucking see you later, boy, in the fucking chat on Twitch with a thousand fucking bits, dude. Let's fucking go, man. Thank you, dude. See you later, boy. Fucking man, the myth, the legend. I appreciate that, dude. Um, I hope, I, I know you appreciated TV Party as the opening for last week's pod. That's actually a good song. I listened to that whole song, dude. That song is actually pretty fucking great. Henry fucking Rollins is a pretty good fucking artist, actually. He was, <laughs> it's pretty fucking good. That was Black Flag, of course. That was a Black Flag song. So anyway, um, all right. So that's it for announcements. Um, I feel like I'm back on track. I kind of started to waver well. there. Well, oh, no, okay. I am back on track. I wavered there a little bit. I don't know what the fuck I was going on about with fucking Home Alone. I don't know what the fuck that was about. It's, yeah, well. Yeah, well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. Okay. Look, we lost a couple a couple of subscribers. It's fine. It's a couple. We're going to be fine. A few a few people unsubscribe from the podcast, right? Just a few. I'm sure it's They're fine. They're just molding sitting They're mo- there exactly, thinking about yeah, that. So, I know. Whatever. They're fine. So anyway, um do we have a a race recap this week? Uh, we have a Do race it? coming up this weekend. All right, let's go. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll be in Britain at Silverstone. Silverstone! Fuck yeah, I love Silverstone, dude. Yeah, uh, race starts at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Of course, the only correct time zone. Unless if you're there yeah, at the yeah. race. I'll let those slide, but that changes. So. Well, true, yeah. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Mercedes has been down on pace the last few races so i'm excited to see what comes of this oh yeah like who sort of like uh heads up to the front of the back yeah all right yeah. yeah they've been finishing lewis has been getting second and thirds but there was and baku it's been a couple of weeks ago now mm-hmm. there was a restart with like two laps to go and he locked him the fuck up going into turn one and finished like 16th no shit really yeah wow. it was great yeah hmm Cool. Well, the, I, the fans are cheering whenever something happens to Lewis. It's hysterical watching it. No on shit, TV. really. Yeah. Why is that? Well, like, are they just like tired of him winning everything? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know it. Yeah. The same thing. Yeah, the same thing. Actually, Schumacher got to that point actually too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you like if 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 something if some sort of tragedy not tragedy but like yeah you know something something tragic in the race befell schumacher the crowd loved it of course unless of course they were in uh, italy of course you know right italy or germany because of course they still loved him in germany even though he was racing for ferrari you know so yeah um yeah that was the same thing yeah it's just it it always happens dude it's the same kind of thing in formula one that's the that's the all 
that's the dude. They were talking about that twenty years ago in Formula in Formula One. It's like you know, the, uh, all the same guys are in the front. All the same teams are in the front. It's like there's not you know these other these lower teams. It's always the same yeah. fucking thing in Formula One. Yeah. So, but Silverstone, dude, that's cool. I actually, yeah, I actually saw an ad for it on the TV today. It's on ESPN, right? Yes. Yeah. ESPN Sky coverage with uh, no commercial breaks. Right. If I remember correctly. No I've got nice, F1 dude. TV, so. Nice, dude. Nice. All right, cool. All right, so there's our race recap. Quick race recap. All right, so let's get into the Battlefield shit this week. So basically, basically what we have this week is, like I said, just a lot of links that we curated, you know, uh, to talk about because otherwise there were no official announcements. Um there wasn't anything, you know, there were no game, there were no reveals, there were there was no talk from any official sources about the game. So all we have is a bu- basically a bunch of links. Uh, like I said, July 22nd is next, is next week. Um, and next week, it's going to, that, that, that's when I feel like things are going to like really just turn on, like everything's just going to go crazy. We're going to get, we're going to get tons of information, of course, on July 22nd with EA Play Live. And then we're going to get talk of people because there's because Tom Hen- one of these links is Tom Henderson talking about playtesting. So there's clearly lots of playtesting going on. Then there's going to be the live in the wild playtesting happening in August, which I actually have a link about that. And it's I'm, I'm, I'm actually a little it got pushed back. The playtesting, the live in the wild playtesting. So that's a little, I'm, I'm a little nervous about that, actually. It, I don't know. I'll get into it. Um, so let's talk about the very first thing that came up. The tornado. Okay. So I'm going to go to the link here and, and check this out. And what the, what the tweet, this is actually a Tom Henderson leak. And what this says is probably to really no one's surprise, Early feedback of the tornadoes in Battlefield 2042 are essentially, they are fun and cool to see for the first few times, but they become very repetitive and ruin the classic Battlefield experience and flow of the map. Okay. I mean, duh. <laughs> right? I mean, I've, we we, meant, we kind of t- touched on this. You know, it's like, okay, it's neat. It's going to look wild, but like, it's probably annoying as fuck. Yeah. And it turns out it is crazy. Um, and he goes on to say this feedback comes from multiple people and dates back a few months ago until the latest tests going on. Now it could be the spawn rates of the tornadoes are turned up for testing. And I'm assuming they will be adjusted accordingly before release. Okay. So, um, so what do you think about that, Evan? What what is what is what what strikes you about that? So it doesn't surprise me that they're they're kind of annoying, especially if it's happening every match. But I do think they're probably putting them in every match and play testing, making sure they get any kinks worked out with it, make sure it doesn't crash a server or something crazy. And just they're trying to to work out everything, and then they'll adjust how how often they come in, is what I think. I mean, we'll see what happens. Maybe they're 
they're putting them all in the same place right now too just for again testing purposes and once the game's out they'll hit at different rates in different places or something like that yeah probably well for for what I, from what i know from what knowledge i have of network communication um it's network communication is in terms of like server tick rate and how the feedback of the tornado will sort of like, you know, get across the server and, and to the clients. I don't think where it is on the map will matter too much, but it could because this is the amazing thing about what might be going on with battlefield 2042, right? Because like even in battlefield four, like you had destructible buildings and you had, you know, the levolution, right? And the thing about all that stuff is, is if it's a polygon that can be interacted with by the player, then it has to be transmitted across the network, right? Static stuff like lighting or the water or any, any other part of the map that was static that could not be, you know, maybe an effect could be trans, you know, could be displayed bullet effects or like some sort of like cracking effect or whatever. That doesn't necessarily have to be transmitted across the network. That can just be displayed client side. That's just stuff. But any kind of thing that affects the entire map and affects every player has to be communicated across the, the servers. So this fucking tornado is like kind of a fucking nightmare for the net coding people the people who do the network stuff. Cause if it's interacting with any kind of, and that's the other thing. It's like, so if every fucking building is in, is destructible, can be destroyed by the, by the tornado. That's something that has to be communicated across to every client, to everyone connected to the server, you know? And it's like, so that's what I wonder about. Yeah. So that's there. And if that's what they did, that's wild. That's completely wild. If like, the entire map is destructible and only maybe only certain things are destructible by the tornado and maybe only certain things are destructible from the player. I don't know. And maybe it's a very, there's a, it's a, there's a very good possibility that there are certain buildings that won't be destroyed by the tornado. The, the tornado, the, the tornado will like pass through it. And when the tornado passes, that building will be completely intact. Now, will that like stand up to sort of like the suspension of disbelief? Not really, because it's like, holy fuck, a tornado just hit that building and it's like totally intact. But they that's how they would limit the sort of network communication that would have to happen, right? It's like, oh, we can't make every fucking building interactable polygons. It's like, it's just not going to happen. But I don't know, but like, uh, you know, crossplay, right? We part of the big part of the news that we got this week is about crossplay and how it's going to work between next gen consoles and the last gen consoles. So I don't know. We'll see. So my though, my thought though is though is that they should probably just regardless cut down on how much the tornado shows up like completely. And I and I feel like. I'm pretty sure it'll only it'll, it'll only show up on one map, won't it? Do you did you remember back when we were watching like the gameplay trailer release and we were watching like the the uh, the 
footage of the maps. Do you remember yeah. seeing this tornado on any other map other than um, not Kaleidoscope, uh, the one in Qatar? I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but it wasn't Kaleidoscope. Kaleidoscope is the is the Korean map, the the desert map. Um, I can't remember. Yeah. What it's, but do you remember it, seeing this tornado in any other map besides that? It kind of looked like it was in the the one in Qatar, as well as maybe that one in South Korea. Just kind of looking at the buildings. Yeah. Because it, one of them, when the tuk tuk gets picked up, there's no sand anywhere, which the one in Qatar looked like oh, there was still sand. True, around. true, true. That's right. That's a good point. Because the tuk tuk would kind of be a like a Korean thing. Yeah. It'd true. Be more of, from an Asian culture than yeah, yeah, then yeah, then yeah, then in Qatar. That's a good point. Um, so maybe it is okay. So okay, well that okay, well that exactly goes to my point. Then they should probably limit the tornado to only being in one map. They should limit it to just being in the Qatar map, right? And like come up with some other kind of weather something or other for the other maps. Something. Hope I don't know. It's a little bit late in the development cycle, obviously, for them to like, you know, really change things that much. If this is how they have it, but like, I th that's what they did for Battlefield Four, right? The the level there were specific types of evolution, and it made of, and of course it made sense. The all the maps were different, so there was only going to be specific evolutions. This is something completely different. The idea that they would have this like sort of tornado thing that might show up on any map that's kind of crazy um but it goes along with it does go along with the the narrative that they've got the whole climate change thing right yeah exactly so yeah the whole idea that the climate's changing and it's these natural disasters that are affecting the maps and the gameplay so but hopefully yeah i feel like it the frequency of something like that should be pretty low and if it's not low, then at least what the algorithm should do, right, is, like, the algorithm should be, like, sometimes it just cuts straight across the map, and sometimes it just kind of cuts across the corner of a map, right? You know, to just... Yeah. Yeah. E even if it's in every match, it could be on a different spot every time. It could be one time smack dab in the, the middle of the battle, and another time it could be outside where you can actually be like outside the playable zone it's just something kind of out there you out go there right you can kind of see there you go that's a good that's a great point there you go exactly just sort of like oh holy shit there's a in it and it's always looming right it's like kind of like there is like a like holy fuck like let's go take that part oh the tornado's over there i don't know if it's going to come in or not right just something to sort of but in the right just off in the out of bounds areas that's a good point actually yeah, yeah. that actually that's something they should consider doing, yes, is, like, just it being the background once in a while. Yeah, that's actually a very good point. Um, so, yeah, so, so of course, yeah, there you go. That So, it's disrupting gameplay. You know, crazy, yeah, of course. Um, so, okay, so the next uh, next thing I got here is the, uh, so there's some news about the, t I, I mentioned this a little bit ago, the technical play test not uh, showing up until August or not happening until August, which I thought we heard, I, th I, I could have sworn we heard just a month ago, technical play tests were going to be starting this month, actually. So that gives me a little bit of pause, actually, about the timeline they have for release. 
Um, do you recall hearing anything about technical play tests for Battlefield Five, by any chance? Not in alpha. I okay. remember the beta, but I don't remember when it was. I think it was pretty close to release. They're going to release the game, I imagine, on their what whatever date they've got set, the 15th or the 20th, depending yeah. on which version you get. Mm-hmm. And then they'll just update it. I mean, that's that's how games are nowadays. Yeah, they, they no, you're right. Stuff. You're right. I know. I actually, You're so, right. I actually, that's a good point. Now that you mention it like that, because like, it's, it's just looking at this show note now. It is kind of like my sort of like boomer sensibilities about games kicking in. It's like, oh man, the technical play test is is pushed back. Oh man, that might mean they can't re- you know uh, release it on time. But no, you're right. It's like yeah, nowadays it's like it doesn't even you know, it doesn't even matter. They're gonna release the game, the playability, everything. It's gonna be what it is, and. They'll exactly they'll update and patch shit as they go exactly. Yeah. So. Or there'll be a big day one patch. Yes, of course, exactly. Which brings me to a, a point that I I, I kind of wanted to bring up because I actually have seen some people in the Discord actually talk about um the release date and have they've talked. I, I think one person has actually mentioned how they have the day scheduled off, uh, scheduled off for the day of release. To it, let me give you some advice. Scrub that and fucking take like the next, you know, wait a few days and take those days off because that's when the game will really be playable. Actually, <laughs> it's like we don't know how playable the game is going to be when the game releases. There's going to be server crashes and there's going to be all kinds of fucking bugs. It's like, no, it, it, it never fails. It never fails. All of these games, all of the testing they do internally all of the all of the playset all of the technical play testing and alpha testing and even beta testing that they do none of it survives once the game is released to the entire fucking world okay a beta test even a beta test is a small fraction of the people that actually play the game when it actually releases it's a small fraction and once the game actually releases all over the fucking planet people are trying to play it in Japan in Russia in South America, in North America, Canada, fucking Australia, right? And you've got all this network communication coming from all over the fucking planet. Guess what? Everything fucking changes because it's like whatever fucking, whatever kind of thing they thought was working well during beta, it completely, it always happens. It's always the same. So I don't know if you've already got the day off, that's fine. And if you've got the day off and you don't mind, you know, waiting in queues and, and, and game crashing and like, you know, dealing with that stuff, then that's fine then. But, uh, I would suggest, cause I actually, I've been thinking about this. I've, I was thinking to myself, yeah, I'm going to schedule, you know, the, oh, I, what is it? What the 15th is the early access if you pre-order, right? Yeah. It's um, yeah. for the gold and the ultimate or whatever dumb names they've given it. Yeah. Yeah. The not base version of the game, which that one will probably be okay. I don't imagine as many people are going to be in on that as the the full release. Right, exactly, yeah. So, so you know, there you go. I mean, the, if you pre-order and you the early access, yeah, might not be too bad. So, apparently they made a player puzzle. Yes, yes, they did do that. See you later, boy. 
We talked about that actually uh, a few episodes ago. Um, so then the next thing we found out today was that about crossplay. Guess who predicted the crossplay perfectly, right? Who did? Uh, probably Jack Frags, definitely. No, not you. you did, dude. You did. You nailed it, dude. You said it well, exactly. Yeah. Every, every game is going to be crossplay. Every AAA major game from now on is going to be crossplay. No, I know. We I don't knew, care what anyone says. I know. We knew it was going to be crossplay. We knew it was going to be. But you did say, and I hadn't even, it hadn't even occurred to me, and you said, you pretty much nailed it exactly right. You said it's going to be the. Well, you did predict that PC may be able to play with PS4 and Xbox, the the last generations, yeah. which doesn't look like it's going to be the case. So, but it's exactly right. It's it, it's it's what we figured it's going to be. It's going to be PC, PS5, and X series are going to be able to crossplay, and which, it, interestingly enough, uh, PC players will have the option for turning off crossplay. Which is actually in, actually it's in, uh, it's actually in uh, Warzone. You can actually turn off crossplay in Warzone if you want. And I, you don't know that I think about. It, I actually want to try that. See how many, uh, you know, see how long it takes to get a lobby. It probably wouldn't take that long. There's so many fucking people playing Warzone right now. Um, so of and of course, you know, most of the fucking PC players are rejoicing because it's like, okay, great. We so we we don't have to deal with aim assist, right? And actually, for a while, and you know what? I don't know. Do you think I was thinking about this? I think that's actually. I feel like we could probably turn off crossplay and probably find plenty of lobbies. Lots of people. Lots of people are getting our our main our fucking general of the army, our fucking patron. See you later, boy. Just built a gaming PC, and he's actually been playing Battlefield Four on it. Now, granted, he may have to do some upgrades before he plays Battlefield Twenty Forty Two on it, but you know we'll get to that. Um, but I, I get the feeling we could probably turn off crossplay and be fine, and probably find yeah. plenty of lobbies, probably for a while, right? I mean, we we don't yeah. even we probably won't even have to play with the console. Peasants, sorry. <laughs> don't don't you think? I mean, I feel like we'll get get plenty. Of I would think lobbies. so. Yeah, I I probably won't turn off crossplay because I do have friends. I have a couple of friends with PS fives and the Xbox series, right, whatever well, right. the fuck it's called. But yeah, the Xbox uh, a series. Yeah, the <laughs> Xbox changed the name. Yeah, but. And and I see a lot of people complaining about oh this shouldn't be crossplay people on console shouldn't have to deal with cheaters hey this isn't a free to play game someone's no. not gonna cheat on a sixty dollar game and if they do they probably won't be around long EA does actually ban people so at least to a degree that is true so it's it's not gonna be like Warzone where you run into a cheater every other game people aren't gonna drop sixty dollars for the game and then I was looking at warzone cheats just like how much how expensive are these like why are people doing this and they're kind of expensive for what they are like three months is like a hundred dollars or something are it's you not kidding even a permanent me unlock that's fucking crazy these fucking people who are buying cheats are fucking all right look you're just you're fucking you're an idiot right you're just an idiot yeah. and you're fucking scum okay if you fucking buy a cheat listen look listen to my voice right now if you pay for a cheat or a hack for a video game, 
stop listening to this podcast right now. Just stop. And don't fucking come near any, don't come near anything that has to do with this podcast. You're just a fucking scumbag. It's a fucking video game. If you're bad, I'm bad at it. Evan's bad at it. <laughs> we don't care. Yeah. But we're not, no. even if you're really bad at it, then just fucking try to get better. You have, I guarantee you have some fucking time to try to fucking improve a little bit. You don't have to fucking pay for a fucking dumb cheat, okay? It's yeah. bullshit. It's one thing in a single player game where you're just fucking around, but yeah, like playing with other people, have some fucking respect, man. Well, yeah, exactly. Have some fucking respect, right? No shit. Speaking of, yeah, speaking like somewhat analogous, okay, story time with Dubfire. Uh, like, so I play hockey, right? And everyone fucking play, everyone pays the same amount, uh, uh, in ice in ice time fees, it's called you know you ice or whatever you you pay the same fee to to play on a team. It gets split amongst all the players, right? But you'll get some of these fucking guys who will fucking go on their sh- for their shift. They'll fucking stay out for like four or five minutes for their fucking shift. And I've yelled at guys before. It's like get the fuck off the ice, and they'll like. Shut the fuck up, man. I'm fucking trying to... It's like, look look at look at me. Look, asshole. Just because you're not a fucking good skater and you can't skate hard, I don't care if you're not tired. Get off the fucking ice. I fucking skate hard and I get off the ice, but guess what? We all pay the same amount. It's like, don't fucking hog up my fucking ice time just because you, you're not tired and you haven't skated hard. Too fucking bad. You were out there for five minutes. Like I generally take like a two minute shift because I skate my ass off and I, you know, I skate hard. Anyway, that's besides the point. Point is, it's like, yeah, exactly. Have some fucking respect. It's like there's millions of people out here just trying to play the fucking game and have fun and you just fucking cheat and you just shit on the lobby and now no one has fun and you paid to shit on a lobby. Great, great. Where are you at now? You're a fucking cheater and you're sitting in your fucking basement cheating on a video game, right? Fucking kill yourself in game. In game, of course. Fucking kill yourself in game. Face Square, why would you want to turn off crossplay in your PC? Um, if you don't want to deal with aim assist, I guess. I mean, you know, I don't particularly care about the aim assist, the blame assist. Coined that, by the way. Blame. I don't care about blame assist. I don't think it's a bad, that big a deal. In fact, I don't really mind actually going up against uh, console players because some of them are so fucking terrible on their controller, it's easy to shit on them. Uh, but with the fucking Cronus problem, you know, becoming a thing, uh, you know, aim assist and a fucking third party system, basically, you know, making, you know, uh, reducing their recoil to nothing. Uh, so I don't know, maybe I don't want to have to deal with the P the console players and I just want to fucking go up against other PC players. Um, and I don't think it'll be a problem with, I don't think you'll have a problem finding lobbies. Uh, especially early on, maybe not for a while. I don't know, dude, this is not, it was, um, it's not, you know, it's becoming, everything's becoming ubiquitous now, you know, consoles, PCs, obviously the console sales dominate because they're easy and they're, and they're convenient. But more and more people are, you know, look at, look at just the people that are are building PCs. See a litter boy, just build a, yeah. It's acting up again. Well, I don't know what to fucking tell you. See you later, boy, because fucking Streamlabs sucks. I'm not getting any notifications. Actually, this time, see you later, boy. It might be your internet because I'm not getting any notifications no, about dropping frames. No, that's not frames. the internet. 
Oh no, it's not his internet. Yeah. No, it's dropping for me too. It's dropping frames, and I'm not even getting fucking notifications in Streamlabs about it. So great. Okay. Well, well, we carry on because, uh, yeah, we're still recording a podcast. So actually, Raz dealt with this. Actually, like six, seven months ago, in the height of the pandemic, Raz was dealing with this shit. Maybe I got to get my fucking internet looked at. All right. Because, yeah, the, the drop shot boys uh, dealt with uh, shitty Twitch streams. Oh, yeah, I kind of remember. You remember? That. Yeah. The cheater coming to his room or whatever. Yeah, remember? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you remember that pod? Yeah. Uh, for a while, he was dealing with uh, shitty Twitch streams, actually. So, um, But, you know, you carry on because we're, we're recording a podcast. And for the podcast listeners, there's no interruption whatsoever, except for me fucking babbling about this. Uh Okay, so where was I? Crossplay. That's what I was talking about. Crossplay. Oh, cross. I was talking about crossplay, and so the cross and there's cross progression, and the cross progression means that um, if you buy it for your PlayStation Four, um, if you decide to upgrade to a PlayStation Five, you'll still have to probably buy another copy for your PlayStation Five. However, I think so. What's that? I would think you'll still have to buy yeah. another copy. Yeah, just knowing EA. Ex- yeah, exactly. You'll still have to buy another copy for your P- PlayStation Five. However, all your progression will stay. You'll log in with your same account, and all your progression will still be there. So it's like cross progression across everything, um, and it also means the cross progression goes for uh, Hazard Zone. And like Battlefield Hub. So if you strictly play in Battlefield Hub or if you play in the Hazard Zone, it's going to progress all of your stuff regardless, um, which is what I was reading. So um, I also remember yeah. hearing in the Jack Frags video about this uh, cross commerce, I think is what he called it. Uh-huh. I imagine that's just if you buy the Battle Pass on PlayStation 4 on your account, you can still access it. If you were to go to a PC right away or to an Xbox series, whatever the fuck it's called. Okay. And it'll kind of follow your account rather than your EA account, rather than your individual platform account is what I would think. And probably whatever their stupid in game currency is. Yeah. Fuck man. Hopefully there is not one. Well, the, no, there's going to be though, because it's in every there's, fucking, yes, yeah, there's going to there's be. Gonna be, I know it's in every fucking game. I kind of liked how in battlefield five, there was two different types. The, the one that you could earn in game from leveling up and just playing Yeah, that you could use on some cosmetics. And then the one that like you could buy, I never bought any, I got scammed on the, the deluxe edition of five. So right, yeah. they didn't get any more fucking money out of me, but being able to, to carry over if you wanted to get X skin and it costs $6 of real money or 10 hours of game of time, gameplay, just right? Yeah. Throwing numbers out there. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. You can yeah. still get it. So that, right. that's something I wouldn't mind if they gave it to you both ways, but we'll see. We will see. And that's actually, that's actually exactly the, um, destiny, uh, current, uh, marketplace. Because there's silver dust and then there's um, silver. Silver dust is something you can gain in game. Every once in a while, you'll gain it from uh, dismantling certain items or you know certain certain things. 
Um, but then if you wanted silver pieces, like actual silver, you bought that with like, yeah, real money. Um, so yeah. And they did do the, yeah, they did that in five too. I don't know. It, I like, as I long as it's uh, cosmetic only and you can either buy it with money or in game currency, I'm fine with that. Now, if they start putting in attachments that are, you can only buy that's when I might have a problem unless right. if it's kind of like how four was where you could get, Oh, what was it? The stubby grip or the potato grip. And they did the same exact thing. Right. And it's just something that looks well, right. Exactly. Different. Well, that's, yeah, that's something fine. That's, and that's, that, that remains to be seen. That's one of the things we've speculated about is what are they going to do with the, the weaponsmith, so to speak, we've called it because some people, even Tom Henderson, uh, I believe, had some tweets about it, and it, he made it sound like it's going to be something very, very similar to the weaponsmith in modern warfare. And if that's the case, then I would rather all the currency, all the um, microtransaction stuff, be just like modern warfare in that respect too. Like, no fucking attachments. Everything just kind of gets earned through player progression and XP progression or whatever. And then all the stuff you buy is just purely cosmetic through whatever in-game currency or real currency you spend, you know? So, I don't know. We'll see. Um, Yeah, that that's all just speculation, of course, right now. The that yeah. completely remains to be seen. We have no idea what's going on. I hope we're going to, you know what? That's probably what we're going to find out more about on July 22nd. Now that, now that I think about it, there's a very good chance. They're going to talk a lot about the battle pass and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Rather than sort of like, Hey, here's exactly how you call down vehicles, which we're going to get into. There's like, you know, more, you know, obviously they're, they're going to show more extensive gameplay, but I don't know. We'll see. I, maybe that's what more, that could be a big focus of what they're going to talk about on July 22nd. Or to think about it. it's just like battle pass stuff. And how is the sort of player progression stuff going to work, which by the way, I hope the fucking player progression stuff is faster than it was in battlefield four. It was so slow in battlefield four. Four wasn't yeah. bad until you hit, about level 100 and then it becomes a real fucking grind. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, it was fucking brutal. Absolutely fucking brutal past that point. Um okay, so there you go. So crossplay and cross progression. Um how are we looking on Twitch? Things going better on Twitch? I don't know. Uh not Probably. really. I just had it pop up this Okay, whatever. Too stream bad. Stream isn't supported in this browser. Right. Too bad. All right. Get, get scammed. Clearly, I, I, I uh, clearly I have to have a, like a fucking cheating Battlefield player come into my house and fix my internet or something. <laughs> <laughs> Although I don't, I doubt I'd find a Battlefield player that's. I don't know. There could be still some Battlefield players cheatings. Um, so then the next thing I got here is a Charlie Intel link about the differences. So the differences between the last gen versus the next gen consoles. So, okay, you know, I mean, neither of us are console peasants. And if you're a console peasant, you know, change it. Buy a fucking gaming PC. 
um maybe yeah, we'll, it's all uh, stuff that makes sense you know having well, exactly a it re- with a lower yes. player count makes sense on the older hardware so exactly. that's not too terribly surprising exactly and my stream disconnected <laughs> cool says, cool says stream disconnected attempting to reconnect a few seconds ago awesome i got a reconnecting button whatever okay the podcast goes on um so yeah, no, exactly. You're right. It is. It's common kind of sense stuff. It's like, look, if you're on the last gen consoles, no 128 player lobbies for you. And that just doesn't even fucking make sense for for those fucking for those consoles. They can't handle the player count. They can't handle the tick rate. They can't handle that amount of information going back and forth. Exactly. So it's like it's it doesn't. That's not too surprising. Um, yeah. And then it you know it goes on to say Battlefield twenty four two PS four Xbox One versus PS five Xbox Series X during a pre launch presentation with Dice and EA developers confirmed that the game was built with next gen players in mind of course fortunately those still using older hardware Destiny state that the lobbies will max out at the usual sixty four players meaning we'll be able to experience the same combat as with the hardware but it does go on to say though our intention. Uh, our intention is to ensure that nothing detracts from the overall experience of playing Battlefield 2042. The main differences are that they've reduced the player count, made adjustments to playable areas on the maps to ensure a fluid play experience. So that actually is. So if you're on a, if you're going to play this game on a PlayStation four or an Xbox one X, you're actually never going to, you're not going to be able to play on the full maps, uh, say on like Kaleidoscope or uh, the Qatar map, which are massive maps, you're not going to get all of them. Um, which is, you know, hey, to say, you know, hey, uh, too bad. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. you Sorry. Know what? Even it, then, now that I think about that, they could still get the whole game in a game of breakthrough. It just, the instead of having. Mm-hmm you can go back all the way to the beginning of the map. They start cutting off sectors as you progress through the, the match and you can only go back so far and the playable size is still pretty large. You just can't go back to the building six miles away or whatever. True. No, that's yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, you're right. Um, and of course, if you're, if, if it was going to be for something like breakthrough, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They could, they could program it so that like, you know, every game of breakthrough may have a different path through the map. So they'll get to experience different parts of the map. Right. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So, but like in a game of conquest, right. In a game of large conquest, you're not going to get the whole map. You're only going to get a partial, a a smaller portion of the map than you would get if you were on a PS five or an Xbox series X, uh, an Xbox series, uh, whatever. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and but they also do go on to say it's like all the same stuff will be there. Weapons, vehicles, specialist gadgets are all going to be the same, and and they and they do go on to say that the weather effects and the environmental hazards like EMP storms will also be experienced by all players. So none of the sort of like gameplay world effect stuff is going to be cut down. You'll still get to like experience all that stuff, but you're not going to get the full maps if you're on a PS4 or Xbox Series X. So, um, you know, I don't know. Uh, you know, those consoles, I would say, like, you know, I feel sorry for you, but I don't. 
It's like, build, you know what, at this point, build a fucking gaming PC. Just build a gaming PC at this point. Or buy, you know what, just buy if now, you really I kind of feel uh, bad for them because the new consoles are pretty uh, hard to get right now if they're going through the same thing we are with graphics no cards. well not so I, i've heard not the series x though i've heard this I, i'm pretty sure the series x is you can just get one if you want one i think i'm pretty sure they're readily available i could be wrong it, they might have changed it's been a couple months since i've kind of followed that but the last i saw I looked on Amazon a couple of weeks ago at PlayStation Fives, and they were like a fucking thousand dollars. Seriously, so people that yeah, bought them and yeah. were reselling them. I know, you know, yeah, just scalpers. Know. Fucking so hell, I know. That will probably change here in the coming months, going into next year. But in the meantime, yeah, you're you're kind of fucked. And yeah, no, I hate I to say it, guys, but it is what it is. I know it is. Yeah, it it is. And I mean, we're a little bit in the same boat. I'm fucking praying to the fucking computer gods that <clears throat> I can get like a 3080 at retail fucking price <laughs> within the next couple of months because the game's coming out in fucking October and I want to get my hands on a 3080. Um, it looks like I'll get, I'll be able to get my hands on a, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, a 5,900 pretty easily. Yeah. They seem to be coming, be, be becoming a little bit more available. So, um, yeah, my but, my local micro center has all the the AMD. They do CPUs right. There you go. In stock. So yeah, you can just go pick them up. Except right. for maybe fifty nine fifties. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. Um, I'm gonna fucking restart Streamlabs again and try to fix this shit. See if I can get the fucking stream going again. I don't know. Anyway, um, so yeah, so. Okay, yeah. So I talked about the differences. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, I I had an IGN article in there, but I don't I don't want to use that one. Um, let me get the stream going here again. Podcast listeners, I appreciate your patience. Um, I appreciate you um, listening. Appreciate everyone for listening. Actually, listens have been getting uh, pretty good. I don't know what the fuck, man. I'm like vibing now. I'm like completely vibing now, and I completely like fucking spazzed out for the intro. I don't know what the fuck I was talking about with Home Alone or whatever. You're just a nervous little boy. And well, you know what? You're a child, right? So how do you? I'm not a nervous little boy though. There's a big difference. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exa- okay. But you've got a microphone too, so you could jump in and help me, right? You could jump well, in. Hey, well, hey, like boomer. Hey, boomer. You sound like you're forgetting where you are. Are you okay? I've- I enjoy hey, dude. hearing you ramble. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Fucking a. I you did the like, same thing. You could have called, called life. Right, you're right. Life alert. Right. Couldn't you hit like yeah. life alert? Like, hey, boomer, you sound like you're, you sound like you're <laughs> confused about where you are. Well, you are <laughs> you confused. To, it's fine. Do you need me to call someone? Gosh, damn it. That's okay. No, it's, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I don't know what the. I was fucking feeling great. And then I just fucking completely lost my shit in that opening. So I apologize for that. I'm going to do better. I am going to do better. Um, okay. Yeah. So we talked about differences with last gen consoles. And okay. So the next item I've got here, which is pretty fun. And I fucking, I, I saw this pop up in my socials and I had to search for it. I couldn't fucking find it right away. Um, I'm back up on Twitch. I don't know if I have any viewers. I still got fucking 
Dropping one, frames. Because I'm here. Dropping but frames. Yeah. Dropping frames. Gosh damn it, Twitch. Fucking hell. All right. So anyway, so I found a cool, uh, a cool uh, Twitter post about Robo Doge, the fucking robot dog. Uh, and I think this, I think this got revealed. And are they okay? You talk. You text. You uh, sent me this in Discord. Are they doing some sort of, I think they're doing some sort of regular briefings on Reddit. Is that where these things are popping up? Somebody put something in the Discord. Sorry, I don't remember your name off the top of my head. Somebody posted a link to like EA's website that had some information on this. Uh Like a battlefield briefing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I kind of remember doing them, them doing that with five, but that was like once the game was out. I okay. don't remember a ton running up to it. Granted, I didn't follow it nearly as closely as I am this. Right, yeah. Toby Soros put the link in from Okay, yeah, it was Toby. Yeah, I thought it was Toby. Yeah, I thought it was Toby Soros, yeah. Okay. So and I feel like this stuff is happening on Reddit, and I don't fucking follow Reddit. I hate Reddit. Um but I do yeah, I do recall what you're talking about. So they pro- they probably are doing that because I and, I and I know for a fact that there is some Reddit stuff going on where uh, uh, Dice developers are actually interacting with Reddit posters and and answering questions. So the mis- so some of this stuff mis- must have been some one from one of those sort of Reddit briefs or something. Okay, fine. Um, in any case, what this uh, this is from Battlefield Bulletin and what we found out about the Robo Doge. Is that it has a name, and it is it, this is actually pretty cool. So the Robo Doge is named Ranger. That's what it's called. It's called the Ranger or Ranger. I don't know. I mean, it's a Robo Doge, so I just you know, hey Ranger, come kill people for me. I guess right. You know, hey Ranger, sit. No, I said sit, not kill people. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Um, so there's a whole little list of uh, of things on this Twitter post about ranger and in order it is available to all specialists it's a call-in vehicle so it's going to be like on your call-in pad or whatever you know your the call-in um whatever the fucking tablet right um yeah uh there will be a limited number on the map at once so that makes sense so it's like you know you'll go oh i want to call in a ranger oh nope not available because there's like four on the map or something right so and that kind of confirms something i was concerned about Mm -hmm. with having too many vehicles on the map at the same time right oh yeah the the robo doge they can limit how many tanks and helicopters there are so yeah it does seem like there's still some sort of balance with vehicles versus infantry (laughs) to a degree oh absolutely no they're always yeah they're always will yeah of course and i think what will what will happen I mean, you know, you know, you you know, Battlefield Four, like there's only a limited, you know, at each um, uncappable spawn, right? There's yeah. only a limited number of slots for vehicles to be allocated, so it's gonna be the same thing. So likely, what we'll see in this game, we'll likely see less uh, sort of permanent allocated spots for vehicles at the uncappable spawns because they're going to be available to call in on tablets. But of course, once a certain amount of is on the map, you're going to look and it's like, Oh shit, there's no vehicle vehicle available, which is like <laughs> this, 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 they're, they're, I know what problem they're trying to solve. 
and it still doesn't solve it because player because there's some players that like they get into a, a a mindset that like I only want to play in a vehicle, right? I only want to drive a tank. I only want to drive an IFE. I only want to fly. And this yeah. this existed back in 1942, Battlefield 1942. This is you would spawn in. There were literally there were certain servers and part of the server rules, I'm not kidding you. Part of the server rules would be if there's a line to get in a plane, wait in the line. You would literally spawn in and you would literally wait in a line behind like two or three other players standing on the fucking airfield waiting for a, a plane to spawn because they wanted to fly a plane. And so this is this is a problem that goes back to the original game, Battlefield 1942. People want their fucking vehicles. People want to get in their vehicles. So this is... I love what they're doing. I think it's a cool idea. And I think maybe they thought it was going to solve this problem or maybe they didn't. Maybe they just thought, well, okay, I guarantee you exactly. I, I know exactly what they were thinking. And it actually makes perfect sense because if you, okay, so we haven't seen what the call-in tablet looks like, but I think we have actually. If you look back at the uh, gameplay reveal trailer, if you look pretty closely at some of the soldiers, they have what looks like on their forearm, like some kind of like uh, tablet or some sort of thing they can interact with. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's what it is. I think what you're going to do is you're going to look at your forearm, and that's where your tablet's going to be. So here's what they're thinking. It's like, okay, well, you want to, like, you know, spawn in on a vehicle. You want a vehicle to call in. Well, guess what? We're going to give you the ability to look at a tablet in real time and see if there's a vehicle available to call in. And if there is... And guess, but guess what? It's right on your forearm. So guess what you can do? You can still play the fucking game while you're waiting to, for a vehicle. You can still run around and shoot people. You can still run around and, sh and play the objective. Because guess what? Every once in a while, if you're still alive, you can look at your fucking arm and you can see if there's a vehicle available to, spot, to, to call in. Right? So... I don't. What do you think? Am I bugging, or do you think that's that's kind of the thinking they were going with? I can see them doing that for lethal vehicles, tanks, helicopters, things with guns on them. Oh, right, right. I imagine tuk tuks, ATVs, maybe regular jeeps without a machine gun on the back. There's not a limited amount. That's for transportation only and C4 jeep fun stuff. Right, right. But we'll, again, we'll see. I mean, we're yeah. kind of in the dark. We're really just no, speculating. We are. Exactly. No, I'm completely speculating, but I feel like I, I, I can, like I said, it, it, it feels like that's probably the sort of problem they were trying to solve with it. They were trying yeah. to, <laughs> fuck you. I do not have wish.com internet. Well, <laughs> I have wow, in fact. <laughs> Got it off of AliExpress. Okay. Yeah, I know, right? Same thing. Um, so anyway, okay, so I completely got off fucking track there with that one point, a limited number on map at once. Um, but I, I, I feel fairly confident that that's the problem they were trying to solve. And that makes perfect sense. That means, oh, yeah, okay, I, uh, I can run around and now... I don't have to worry, like, oh, like I can look every once in a while, like, oh, fuck, there's an IFV available. Call it in. Boom, all right. 
Got an IFV dropping in right on, right on, right in our in our location. Boom! We got a tank dropping in right on our location. Right. Oh, uh, look! I can call in a robo doge. I can call in a supply drop. I don't know something. Yeah. So it's. I feel like that's addressing a little. Not so much that it was a problem. It was just a player problem. Because it even happened in Battlefield 4. In Battlefield 4, rather than spawning in and waiting in line, you would just sit in the spawn screen clicking on that little fucking grayed out tank tab or that grayed out, yep. you know, just waiting for the fucking thing to spawn. Exactly. So it was the same thing. Um, so, okay. So then uh, to go on about the, the Robodoge Ranger, uh, you, you will be able to give it orders. Follow, protect me, scout a location. Of course, we speculated on that a little bit. That's pretty, pretty, that's, that should be pretty fun, actually. Um, yeah. And it's supposed to serve as an anti-infantry role. It can self-destruct. Uh, weak at enemy fire, slash explosives and EMP. Of course, getting EMP will disable it. Um, and explosives are in it. And, but in the, the sort of the biggest sort of revelation about it is that, yes, you can, in, in fact throw c4 on it i don't know why they call it c5 in this twitter post did you see that they call it c5 well, am i missing in something the future right it's the next generation oh, okay so it's okay so it's c5 of course what was i thinking it's like it's why it's the, uh, the m5a3 or whatever the fuck they well call right it. of course yeah okay so anyway and of course you can throw c4 on it and send it at you know yeah enemies yeah boom go boom Robo does go boom. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah. Okay. And then, oh yeah, you said this. Twi- yeah, you said this link was yeah, dead. Yeah, this one's deleted. The fuck? There it is. Available. That's crazy. Okay, so maybe that was just some fake shit. That must just have been some fake shit, I guess. Um, because the reason I put that in there was what it was was uh, e uh, supposedly EA committed to some event in August. That was some sort of other kind of. It sounded like a similar thing to like um, E3 or something, and I just thought I'd put that in there as like sort of a little date to keep track of in August, where we might get some more info on the game. I don't know. Apparently not. Apparently it was just some fake bullshit. Um, or it was DMCA'd. Or yeah, there you go. But yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't any. There was like no info in the tweet that was sensitive whatsoever. It was just like, oh, EA agrees to being at this event so i don't know um yeah i don't know um do you got anything to talk about um now or no or because i'm gonna go grab a beer right yeah nothing too over the top honestly we've kind of covered all of my thoughts thus far okay and i covered actually a lot more thoughts than i thought i would do you still want to go over keybinds and stuff yeah that's fine okay um all right, well, I'll, I'm going to play a little music real quick first. I'm going to go grab a beer. So everyone enjoy. Uh, where's the, yeah, I like this song. I love this song, actually. This song is great. So everyone enjoy a little bit of Brazil music while I go grab a beer. I'll be right back. Grab a melatonin because he's a boomer. I love it. I fucking love it. See you later, boy. Oh, that's fantastic. 
It's definitely past his bedtime. By like six hours, let's be real. Dub goes to bed at like 4.30 in the afternoon. Imagine not having a mini fridge on the other side of your desk. Ah, I need to grab a beer. Let me just walk six feet. flies on Sundays. Definitely. 1,000% falls asleep in the recliner. Big ol' lazy boy. Yeah, see you later. If you want to squad up this weekend, let me know. I'll, uh, I'll definitely be playing some, so... Um, Sunday will probably be the worst of the couple of days, but even then I'll be on in the afternoon, so no worries. What is this? What's going on in here? Melatonin? Yeah, you're taking melatonin because it's <laughs> boomer bedtime. <laughs> I was playing with Rizzle the other night, actually. That dude is fucking good on the fucking controller, dude. He's, like, legit on the controller. I give him props. Okay. All right, so what we're going to get into now, uh, because we've got a lot of, uh, well, I don't, we don't, I don't think we have a lot. We have a few um, players, but... Getting into uh, playing on keyboard and mouse. Um, something that myself and Evan have been doing for a long time. Well, you, uh, well, you actually no, haven't I'm been pretty recent. Yeah, you are pretty recent. That's right. Within like six months, aren't you? Hardcore in the last probably yeah, eight or nine months. But right, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, then, okay. So, the, yeah. So, what I figured we'd get into a little bit for some tips for some of you. Um. I don't know if they're going to be tips, how helpful they're going to be, <laughs> because, uh, you know, uh, I have weird keybinds, and my setup is yes. weird, and Evan is newer. Yes, I know. Well, okay, but you're new, right? So who knows how helpful yours are going to be. But in any case, I feel like if we go over these things, it kind of it will at least give some of you, um, you know, a jumping off point um, as to how you play with keyboard and mouse. Now, granted, like I said, I've been playing with keyboard and mouse for a long time and I have sort of weird habits about them. And now I don't know where, do, I mean, where do you get your sort of jumping off point for your key binds, Evan? I mean, like, you know, so I mostly looked at the, the default key binds that were in the game and I went into the test range and I kind of started messing around with, what works and what doesn't for me like okay. by default 
sprint is it's like left shift or something i move it to caps lock on like every game i can okay because it's kind of awkward for me to to rotate my pinky down if i want to stay on the w key so i put it on caps lock so i can keep the the knuckles on my hand in a straight line rather than kind of rotating it down okay let's 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 get into that real quick first but first uh in chat fucking see you later boy with the fucking two months in a row fucking sub. Let's fucking go see you later, fucking boy. Thank you, sir, for the fucking sub, dude. I appreciate it, man. Um, you don't have to do that, but I appreciate it very much. I mean, you're already our fucking patron getting fucking scammed, right? But I appreciate you, man, very much. Thank you, sir, um, for hanging out. Of course, dude. You're always hanging out. I love you hanging out. Um, okay. Okay. Hold on. Okay. No, first of all, I asked you where, like, where did you sort of get your jumping off point? Like, where, I, like, what sort of, like, did you, like, look up a certain, did you, like, kind of go somewhere for a reference for how you should have some keybinds set? Did you, like, reference anything, or did you just, like, sort of, like, fuck it, I'm jumping in, I'm just fucking setting what I think feels comfortable? So I jumped in, and I used the default, options for okay. a couple of hours and i kind of okay. felt what worked for me and what didn't what needed gotcha. to be adjusted okay um like spotting i have on two separate keys i have it on the default queue and then my forward mouse button whatever mouse three or four whatever it's probably it could be mouse five okay could the, be the one that goes forward the, in your web browser the one that's closest to, to your monitor. Yes. The one that's closest to your monitor. Right. Yeah. Yes. The one away yeah. from you goes forward in your web browser closer to the monitor <laughs> is my right. second spotting button. Right. And that's so I don't have to, if I'm strafing to the oh left while I'm, while I'm shooting at someone or looking at someone, I don't have to kind of do hit two keys with one button. I can hit it on my mouse, which I'm already got all my hands on. Right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's fine. I don't, I don't mind that at all. Um, I have a different thing set to that. We, yeah. <laughs> of yeah. course I do. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't mind that. Um, and, uh, real quick, just to, uh, make a quick correction. Face Esquire. Thank you very much for the, it was a gifted sub to see you later, boy. Thanks brother. I appreciate your face. Um, for all the things you do for the discord and everything else, man. I still hate you, but thank you. We haven't talked in a while, dude. We haven't hung out. We got to hang out. Anyway. Um, okay, so that's what you do. All right, so there's your mouse. Okay, so let's kind of take this a little bit sort of like step by step. So you got your mouse button five for spot and you have Q for spotting. So now yes. if, if, if you're a little bit new to Battlefield, um, what he's talking about by spotting um, in normal in normal mode in hardcore mode you can't in hardcore <laughs> okay let's try this again in hardcore mode you can't spot anything but normal mode what you can do is you can like uh, real time spot and if you like spam your Q key or whatever other bind you have to spotting but default is Q and it real time spots someone in the game and it puts a marker over the enemy's head and everyone on your team can see it. So it's pretty helpful. Um, okay. 
Okay, but just like go down the line then now from that point on. Start with your mouse, do what what's everything that's on your mouse, and then go to everything that's on your, your keyboard. Okay. So on my mouse, my right click is ADS, like a sane person. <laughs> Left click is shoot. I have change weapons and gadgets on my scroll wheel. I also have it as one, two, three, four, five, yep. six. Okay. Yep. The numbers at the top. And that's yeah. it on my mouse. I have another free button. I haven't decided what I want to use for that. I feel like in four, I'm probably okay. We'll see what happens with 2042. I might set that to bring up my plus menu so I can change weapon attachments without having to hit some random key. I don't know what they would do for that by default. Right. In, in the next game, kind of thinking about how the layouts are. So my my movement sure. is standard, WASD. Right. Um, space is jump. Sprint by default is left shift. I kind of said this earlier. I find it kind of awkward to, to put my pinky down there while I'm running. Mm -hmm. So I put it to caps lock. It's a shorter distance. Technically speaking, it's you know, millimeters, but still. No. But it keeps my knuckles in a straight line rather than trying to rotate my pinky down and put it at a kind of awkward angle, for me at least. Right. So I keep all my knuckles straight, and then that allows me to, if I need to, stop sprinting and switch to a pistol because I need to reload and I haven't done it yet. I can quickly move from caps lock to two and change my weapon or from two to one and go back to my primary rather than trying to panic on my scroll wheel. Uh, crouch okay. is C. I think that's, I think that's default. Pro. But do you, okay. I but, think, but do you have crouch set to toggle or hold? Toggle. Toggle. Okay. See now that's a, that's a key thing to mention there. Um, that's a little bit of a key thing to mention when I kind of get into my keybinds, obviously. Um, yeah. So if you do have your tog, if you have your crouch, if you want to crouch and you have it set to a keyboard, you want that to toggle because you just want to hit it once and crouch and then hit it again. If you want to uncrouch, or you can actually, you can get out of your crouch by hitting space bar. Yeah. I think so. I had toggle crouch on my controller as well. Um, yeah, I think it was that makes sense. B by default. Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah, that's by default. Yeah, for sure. I don't go real crazy into changing keybinds. I kind of do things for more ergonomics, keeping my knuckles in a straight line. Right. Um, if I can put something on two buttons, I will. Um, otherwise, mine are fairly default. If I have a, like a laser or a canted iron sights on my gun, that's T to switch between the two turn yes. the laser on or off yep. flashlight yeah. on or off yeah v is to change their your fire mode fire mode yep auto to yep. semi to burst or whatever oh, man, prone I... which i don't use very often i think is z it's z or x but again i very rarely go prone so that one i almost never use right R's reload, G is grenade. Okay. 
sees Crouch. So wait, what did you, what did you say was skill prone? I think it's uh, Z or X, but Z, I use right. it so rarely I don't know off the top of my head. The rest of my keybinds, well, see, but I, okay, I can use without hitting well that surprises buttons. me a little bit because being the rat sniper that you are, you think you would be going prone a little bit more often. I mean, there's I'm aggressive. I use a straight. Oh uh, well, yeah, you, I don't use a bipod. That's true. Yeah, you do. Okay, yeah. You do aggressive. That is true. To, I, 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 yeah, that, yeah, that's right. You, I'll let you slide on that. That's right. Yeah. I I will pop a shot off with my sniper, go behind a rock, cycle the bolt, maybe crouch so I'm in a different position. Somebody who is looking at me isn't aimed right at my head. So if they're right. waiting for me to re-peek, they'll miss, and right. I can pop them. Right. Okay. Huh. I think that's all my key binds. Tab, pull up your scoreboard scoreboard yeah f f1 through however many seats are in the vehicle are to switch but right. i'm just yep. a gunner i never drive i'm terrible in vehicles <laughs> we'll have to change that i mean come on man that's Can't... not gonna change i've been terrible in vehicles since bad company One. well have you tried changing your vehicle move uh aiming sensitivity yeah, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't, doesn't help matter. no okay I'm... well I can almost get away in ground vehicles, but aircraft, no, it, there's no shot. Well, I tried flying yeah. a helicopter the other day, and I crashed in like six seconds. <laughs> and I'm sure your squad mates were fucking ecstatic about that. Um, yeah. Okay. So, all right. Cool. So there you go. So there's there's what Evan does. And what Evan does, yeah, he that's a lot of sort of default settings with a couple tweaks. The caps lock tweak is interesting. I may try that out, actually. I may just try that out. Um, yeah, give it a couple hours or a few days, depending I don't know. on how much time you have. I find it a lot easier. I guess I find hitting shift weird if I'm not like typing. Yeah, I'm like I'm mo I'm actually putting my hand on the keyboard like right in real time here, and I'm like. The thing is, is I play with my knuckles kind of high up in the air and my pinky just feels like it rests naturally right on the shift button. Now, if I relax my hand back, like bring my wrist back a little bit so my hand relaxes, then my pinky is definitely like resting on caps lock. So mm -hmm. I guess it just sort of depends on like which position like sort of wrist forward or wrist back. Anyway, that's an interesting thing. I might, I might, I said I was going to try out some different keybinds, so I might try that out. Um, yeah, I keep my palm flat on the desk. Oh, there you go. From, okay, there the then there you go. Typing. That's why. That's why then. Because yeah. I do all. I've because I do so much typing. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of natural for me. Okay, rather than having it up in the air or whatever. Well, weird shit you do, Mr. <laughs> weird Keybinds. Well, I don't... Okay, well, yeah. The, my Keybinds are about to fucking blow your fucking minds. Um, well, okay, but try... Well, okay, not necessarily... Not like my wrist is, like, up in the air, but, like, just leave your wrist flat on the keyboard, but sort of move your wrist forward and leave your fingertips on the AWD, right? Don't move them. And let your knuckles kind of rise in the air. And then you'll notice your pinky kind of shifts naturally right over the shift key when you do that. 
you kind of yeah sort yeah, of notice that a little bit saying. right yeah like right now, I'm now don't kind of... don't lift your wrist off the desk just lift move your wrist forward and leave yeah. the, your fingertips on the yeah you know, i don't know right now i'm limited by desk space well yeah so i know I that's a, a whole, ton of room exactly yeah. so anyway okay so that's a whole kind of like weird kind of crazy ergonomic like that sounded like some yoga shit right there <laughs> so any yogas any yoga mess my wife fucking loves yoga anyway okay so okay so there you go so those are very good default keybinds and that's all everyone it, you know lots of people can get used to that but okay so let's get into mine gotta take a drink before we get into mine and i'm actually going into battlefield right now to look at mine in like real time okay so so if you go into so in battlefield 4 if you want to change all of your keybinds that like really matter you go into on foot and it's like that's a i love that that's what it's called it's on foot in vehicle in jet and he'll call it on foot not like soldier right on foot fine so walk forward of course wasd um jump space okay parachute space now i shift with the left sprint and i have hold so you hold for yeah i sprint by holding yep. down the left shift key um, I also have steady scope set to left shift. So steady scope, you know, means like when you're aiming down the sight of a, a sniper rifle, you hold it down to, to steady the scope, you hold it down and you're not move. Generally, you're not going to be moving when you're studying your, you know, your sniper rifle. Um, so now I have crouch or kneel set to right mouse button. And here's why i i played video games a long time ago with mice that only had two mouse buttons and you know it was left button and and right mouse button that was it and generally and eventually when it, you got the ability to aim down a sight of a gun in a first person shooter game which actually was not super common back in the day um, you know, Counter Strike Source actually did have most. There was a bunch of guns where you just had a gun and you didn't aim down sight, but there were a couple of guns that had scopes. And if a gun had a scope, then you could aim down the sight. And I think I'm remembering this correctly now, actually in real time, recalling this. I remember, like, because if you had the M4 or like the AK-47 or any gun that didn't have a scope on it. You couldn't aim down sight. You just fucking shot the gun. But there were certain guns, like I said, if it had a scope, then you could bring up the scope. And I remember the keybind being on the keyboard, and I remember being like, I don't want the fucking keybind to be on the keyboard. I would really would love to just be able to fucking like use one of my fingers to bring up the aim down sight because I want it to happen quickly. I don't even want to my fucking hand on the keyboard to even have to think about bringing up the aim down sight. So, but I also wanted to kneel quickly too. I wanted to kneel quickly because here's the thing about kneeling. Kneeling in video, in video, in first person shooter games reduces your bloom. And what, what's a, what's a bloom, right? So I haven't actually researched this 
ex- <laughs> so I'm I'm somewhat speculating, but I do I've heard the term em- enough to like have a pretty good understanding of what it means. Your bloom basically refers to this the sort of scope in which your bullets can be contained within. So your bloom is like biggest when you're like running with your gun at your hip. And if you're firing, running with your gun at your hip, your bloom is basically like almost your entire screen. And it's, it's, and here's the thing, like a video game is a finite thing with, you know, they're very interactive and they're very immersive, but actually they're, they're programmed. So a video game is actually a very finite thing and they have to actually program a containment with, with, which in your bullets can travel and that's called that's your bloom so when you're running hip fire and firing there's it, it, it looks like your bullets are going all over the map but they're actually in fact contained within a circle now you reduce your bloom by you know interacting in, in certain ways one of the the, the the way you reduce your bloom the most is by aiming down sights when you're aiming down a sight your bloom gets reduced to like a very finite thing and that's where you like are, you can pinpoint recoil and uh, a recoil pattern and stuff like that but outside of aiming down sights if you're hip firing or if you're just sort of like standing and firing well or like without a scope you know a scope can reduce the bloom if you have iron sights your bloom might be a little bit bigger but kneeling in video first person shooter games for the longest time reduces your bloom because you know you're kneeling now you've you've got your gun a little bit more compact and you're kneeling and if you're kneeling and you're aiming down sights now you're reducing your bloom a little bit more and you it was always noticeable it, they all the all the games made it noticeable by your crosshairs sort of like compacting in in on itself a little bit when you knelt right when you were kneeling so i always felt like well i want to like you know make my bullet bloom a little bit tighter so i want to kneel quickly so that's why i kneel with my right mouse button it's why i set it to that because it's like i want to kneel like if i want to have a little bit tighter aim i want to have a little bit better chance of like having a little less recoil a little bit less bullet spread i want to kneel quickly so that's why i set my kneeling to right mouse button and then when eventually when mice became available with the the thumb buttons it's like well i want to aim down sight as quickly as possible obviously so now i can aim down sight i can kneel with my right mouse button and i can aim down sight at the same time with my right mouse you know with my thumb button uh, mouse button three or mouse button four so there you go okay so that was a whole fucking ted talk on my my on my mouse bindings but that's why does that still sound completely crazy to you evan so it kind of makes sense given context. Okay. It's still something <laughs> some psychopath would do. But given the the era of games that that were around back in the day, mm-hmm. it kind of makes sense cuz yeah, there was no ADS. It was just you shoot. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So while I don't agree with it, I can kind of understand it. You're still a fucking psychopath you should get professional help for for this issue it does make some sense i guess no i know well enough and, and i've said and i have said in the past see face the squire i've said i get it they're boomer fucking binds 
and but they're what but here's the thing it's what you get used to you like set them to what feels the most comfortable for the way you want to play um Raz even says this. Raz, you know, Raz talks about his keybinds and they make sense, but he even says it's like they might not work for you. This is just what works for me. It's what works for you. You know, it's and this is what works for me. And, you know, kneeling kneeling can save your fucking life once in a while. There's lots of cover. There's lots of cover in games that all it takes is just crouching and boom, you're like completely covered, you know. Certain things, certain the height of certain um, walls, or the height of certain like you know highway dividers, or boxes, or whatever that whatever it may be, windowsills in a building, just a quick kneel and boom, you're in cover. So I don't know. That's just that's why I have my mouse button set the way I have, and then the forward button. So the forward button, uh, closest to your monitor. Um, in Warzone, I have I actually have that set to mount, so that I can like easily just mount, you know, because mount mounting as ratty as it is in Warzone, hey, it you know it makes your fucking gun way more stable. So it's like if you can do it, you want to do it when it works when it works for you. So, um, yeah, I fire I fire with the mouse wheel. I just fucking scroll it. I just scroll the mouse wheel as fast as I fucking can. It's like I just finger blast it. <laughs> I finger blast my mouse wheel for firing face. That's what I do. Oh, that should not be as funny as it is. <laughs> Holy shit, that's amazing. But the, hey, 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 the chicks dig it because <laughs> my finger, my finger blasting is fucking on point, right? <laughs> it's amazing. Where did you learn to do that? Oh, oh battlefield, oh, baby. Battlefield. Don't you worry. <laughs> Don't you worry. Don't worry about it. <laughs> that's right. I just finger blast my fucking mouse wheel and I just fucking smoke fucking people. So God, that's amazing. That was pretty funny. So no, I don't know that it it's what works for me. And hey, and actually, I'm not that bad actually. I'm 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 a I'm about a one point That's fine. 1.0 is good. You're if you're trading, you're doing okay. You're not feeding. You're not losing. You know, it's like you're fucking. That, that's general. I would say I'm about a one across all games. Even like I'm actually yeah. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. It doesn't matter. It works for me. And then as far as my keyboard goes, pretty uh, fairly standard. Shift, space, you know, uh, space bars, uh, jump, shift is 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 sprint. I use my one two three to to switch between what weapons. And in Battlefield four, in Battlefield, here's the thing with Battlefield. If you if if you practice enough on your keyboard and you kind of get a good feel for your keybinds, you can feel the one two three four five keys, and you can select what you need pretty quickly. And you can feel you can get you can get the I you know I don't know the, I I don't know that I've never I don't know that I've ever actually practiced like a really good technique for selecting what you because there's a lot of things you have in battlefield you've got your main weapon your secondary weapon your gadget you know two gadgets and you know a launcher if you're playing with a launcher on your in like so you can mess around with the scroll wheel for doing that you can mess around with um you can do one key bind that will just cycle through them and if you get used you know 
It's like, you know how to press that one key, say you press it four times, you know exactly what you're going to end up on, whether it's your launcher or one of your gadgets, or you just like, you know, like I said, you just like, I know where the one key is. I know where the two key is, three key is for that particular gadget. Um, that's a good way to go. Uh, Q, I actually, here's the thing. Okay. So Raz was actually talking about this on the drop shot pod. And this is actually, he was talking about it. Like it's actually something new. And I'm here to tell you that it goes way back to Counter-Strike. And that's using the Q button, the Q key on your keyboard, to switch between primary and secondary weapons. This actually goes way back. But here's the problem with that in Battlefield. Q is set to spot, right? To 3D, to, to real-time spot. But here's the thing. There's, there's, there is an advantage to using that Q because it's so quick. You can like you can just like hit it and you'll just switch between your primary and secondary weapon and you can hit it real fast to switch. And that that it was the thing in Counter-Strike. You it, that Q was bound to switching weapons in Counter-Strike because it was just real easy to like you could like, you know, switch between your pistol and your and your main rifle or whatever. Um and I got to a point where I was actually doing that in Battlefield. I would I unbound Q to spot and I changed it to switch weapon and it was pretty fucking handy sometimes because when you just needed to switch to your pistol in a bind real fast, it was actually pretty helpful. And I actually uh, changed spotting to uh, left control, which was a little bit of a stretch. You kind of have to move your pinky pretty far down to spot, but if it's it's only for spotting, so it's like, well, it's just for spotting, so it's like, you want a spot, obviously it's helpful, but it's not like you have to do it all the time. So that's another little thing you can do. If you really want to switch weapons fast, you you bind that switch weapon, just you know, toggle weapon to the Q key. So that's yeah. I I'm not doing that now. I I actually I was doing that back in the day when I was like playing the game a lot. Um but since I reinstalled the game, you know, a few months ago, um I kind of like went with the default settings on my keyboard. Um, I do do prone. I do left alt for prone. I just like sort of shift my thumb over from my space space bar. That boom. That one makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I can just it's it's not it's not a it's not far at all. I can just like boom. I can just hit left alt and boom. I'm prone. Um, I can do I do I have G set to throw a grenade. I have G, yeah. yeah. So I just say G to throw a grenade, yeah. So, um, yeah. But here's the thing about the keybinds: just go to the test range, and seriously, literally, actually, spend like an hour fucking around in the test range, just practicing shit. Set different shit. Do you know? Set different settings, and f- figure out what works for you. Because that, I'll tell you what. To just even, you know, this isn't going to make you like a God player, Battlefield player, but it's going to help you be okay at the game. Get, seriously, this game more than any other game, you have to get comfortable with what your keybind settings are and you have to know what they are. You have to know how to get, if you want to get to a gadget right away, if you want to have to get to a mine, if you have to get to your launcher right away, if you have to switch to your... um you know, your secondary weapon right away. If you have to spot something right away, if you have to get into a vehicle real quick, if you have to get out of the vehicle real quick, if you have to change seats in the vehicle, you have to know what keybind that is. 
this game is fucking this game has got all that stuff going on. This is not okay. I'm gonna reignite the fucking the fucking rivalry right now. This is not a fucking little bullshit fucking kids game like Modern Warfare. Okay, this is not a fucking child's game. This is Battlefield. There's a lot of shit going on in this game. And if you want to fucking play it well, you got to fucking learn your keybinds. You and you have to spend time in that test range. Get the shit down. Get like, you know, know what you want to do when you want to when you want to change vehicle seats, know what button to hit. When you want to throw your grenade, know what button to hit. When you want to fucking you got to do it. When you know when to throw it on your radio beacon when you're a recon, hit it. And in this, and dude, and especially in this game, kind of, when, when, when you want to bring up your uh, tablet, your call-in, know what fucking button to hit and fucking do it. When you want to bring up your uh, plus system, know what button to hit. Bring it up, dude. Fucking make it happen fast because fucking it's, that's what makes or breaks you when you're trying to do something in this game, whether it's taking a flag or just flanking or some shit. So, yeah. Uh, all right. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I think that covers just about everything. Kind of mm. going back to my, my console keybinds. I think everything I did was default. I know a lot of people switch prone and melee. So by default, melee is clicking your right thumbstick and prone or crouches. That sounds right. Press or long. Hold. Yeah. That, yeah. That sounds right. A lot of people switch those. I don't, and I don't use paddles either. I've got Xbox Elite controllers. I don't use yeah. the paddles because I find I just hit them all the time. Oh, like when I right, don't need yeah. to. Right. So I leave them out and I just change my my trigger stuff, which is why I have Elite controllers. You can set them at fifty percent on the Elite One controllers and fifty and twenty five percent. Okay. On the Elite Two. Um, but yeah, all of my other keybinds are, are buttons. I guess guess it would be is totally default on Xbox. There you go. Right. Um, exactly. Yeah. Something else I would mention is changing colors for hit markers. Oh yeah, that's for, right. Or at least for headshots, I switch my headshot uh, hit marker to something different. In Battlefield Four, at least it changes the size of them by default. I set my headshot to yellow and my kill either just leave it alone or put it at red just so I know. All right, I've got a headshot. This guy is going to be real low or all right, cool. This guy's dead. I can snap to the next target. That's something kind of minor. That's more. That's going to be a lot more Mm. personal. If you're fine with the the hit marker being bigger. Right. Cool. I wasn't. I wanted something a little easier to notice. So I, I change mine around and it doesn't happen for like a hundred hours. I mean to do it every time I fire up the game. <laughs> I know. Right. And I yeah. never do it. Yeah. Nah, yeah. We were talking about this before and I see people all the time. I've tried, I, I'm, I've tried changing, um, like the, the, the chroma systems or like the, uh, what are they? Not the chroma systems, but the, um, the colorblind, right? You know, you, you got the different colorblind systems for people. And some people I've watched streamers who have it completely opposite. Like in, in, in uh, like uh, your friendlies are blue and your, uh, your enemies are yellow. 
And like, and then when I watch people doing it on stream, I'm like, holy fuck, that actually stands out pretty good. That actually looks pretty cool. But when I try, when I try it, fuck, I'm like fucking completely lost. It's like that doesn't make yeah. any sense to my brain at all because I've been doing it like the regular regular way for so long. So yeah, I feel like that's something like I would like to try out possibly. And if yeah, in battle, that's a very good tip for battlefield four if you go into your settings in fact i've got the game open right now um i can give you like the exact um uh, menu commands to get in there so if you go into settings i believe it's gameplay play yeah yep and you scroll advanced all the way down go to advanced options yeah and you get keep going down Yeah. yeah and you get the Soldier hip fire reticle, yes, and soldier optics reticle. So you got a hip fire reticle and an optics reticle. And what you can do in these things, so you go to options, gameplay, advanced, go down. And what you can do is you can literally change. You have a red, green, and blue component. So you can literally change the colors uh, to whatever you kind of want them to signify uh, for you know everything. Um, Red, you know, it, now I don't see anything for headshot. I think it's further down. Is it further down? Helicopter yeah, because you can change your hit markers hit. individually of your reticle and your, your hip fire reticle. I yeah. have my hit, yeah, ADS hit indicator for right now hit. is green. There you go. Yeah, hit, hit, but yeah. I changed that around. Yeah, so go all the way down, hit indicator color for headshots, hit indicator color for kill shots. Right, so there you go. You can like completely customize that so you can get right and it does and that's good feedback. We talked about that like we talked about that a couple episodes ago. And I hope that's one of the things they change in in 2042 is uh to have better gun feedback. I want gu- I want good gun feedback. I love the gun feedback in 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 uh Modern Warfare 2019. I love it. I want that kind of gun feedback from this game. Hopefully we'll hopefully we'll get that. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I would we'll, rather have a a visual cue than an audio cue for like mm. headshots and stuff. Because like a lot of the time, I'm playing with friends or I'm in a party, and I have my game audio turned down because I'm not trying to sweat my balls off. I'm well, just true. Having, yeah, that's I'm a having good point. a good time bullshitting with friends or whatever. Yeah, that's a good so point. I'd rather have a visual indication of okay, I've hit this guy in the head with two body shots. I know he's going to be really low health. I just right. have to hit him in the pinky toe. Rather that's a than, really okay, good point. Cue, I'm not going to hear it. Yeah, that's actually, yeah, that's, that's a very good point actually. And that's probably a very good fucking tip for like, probably like 70% of the fucking player base. Exactly. You're not trying to sweat your fucking balls off. And, and I, yeah, exactly. And one that's, that's one of the things that happens when I like stream, not even when I stream gameplay or if, even if just like you and I are playing when you and I have played battlefield four before it's like you and I are talking, we're bullshitting and we're talking to yeah. chat cause I'm streaming exactly. And it's like, you're, that's a good point. I talked about the audio cues that you get uh, for feedback from, from gunfire from modern warfare 2019. Right. And exactly. It, it doesn't really register because I can't hear it anyways. So that's a good point. It almost is better to have some kind of visual cue. That's a good, that's true. 
That that is true. So I can't imagine if they had that. Now those those options actually those options in the game, dude. They're actually well, they're not new now because they're old because the game's old. But they didn't put those options. I feel like they didn't put those specific sort of customizations in until like a couple of years into the game's life cycle. I'm pretty sure they they might have. I think they did. Um, I don't think they were in there from the beginning. Um, yeah. So, but they're in there. They're in that game. So I would think they'll be in Battlefield 2042. I'd fucking hope so. So. Yes, I know you can change your hit marker colors for headshots and or at least your kill shots if you kill somebody in the head rather than the body and five, I believe in one as well. Right. Um, one's just got such a satisfying headshot kill sound. It doesn't matter. I will always hear that. It's just mm. I know. Oh, I, know dude. I know you talk about that, it all the time. I, I, I get that it. That has to come back. I love that. sound. <laughs> I get it. We get it, Evan. You love it. I know. <laughs> no, it is a good one, though, actually. It is actually really good. Um, so, yeah. So, holy fuck. We just fucking talked for quite a long time um, about a lot of good shit. And, again, like I said, July 22nd is next week. I can't wait, dude. I got the day off of work. I actually like I'm actually really excited. That's I'm next week is pretty cool. This week is fucking fucking terrible actually. I've been fucking working all week. I was supposed to go up north. Like I said, my wife and my fucking son drove up and to see his cousins and my brother. Uh I could not go, which is fine. I got to stay here and do this podcast, which has been great. This has been a good fucking podcast. Um But uh next week I've got Thursday off, whole day. So I'm like totally ready to like watch the whole fucking uh, EA play live, um, and then I'm going to Chicago for a couple of days, which is gonna be cool. So nice, yeah, uh, yeah. So holy shit, dude, we we did fucking almost two hours now. Yeah, this yeah. has been a good length. Yeah, it's pretty pretty good. So I feel like the show notes I have will probably have to wait. <laughs> I keep doing that. I have so many show notes. No, I'm gonna get in. No, I'm gonna do this real quick. Are you good? Do you want to stay up? Are you cool if you if I rant for like ten minutes? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay. Well, I don't know if it'll, if it'll even be ten minutes. Um. Yeah. So. So I I gotta gossip a little bit. I gotta gossip a little bit. Um. So I was watching. So I watched a couple of different broadcasts last night on Twitch. I watched uh, the Drop Shot, a Call of Duty podcast, of course. Uh, if you want to check out that podcast on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Razanon, R-A-Z-I-N-O-N, Razanon. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, Doug, Mr. Uh, Modern Warzone, Oh, okay. The uh, Face the Square has challenged us to uh, two hours and thirty six minutes. Oh, okay, you guys did a two hour and thirty six minute podcast. All right, nice, dude. Yeah, it uh, must two- have been one of the "This Is Battlefield" episodes. No, no, no. He was saying his their record, their podcast, uh, Face's podcast. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. Get yeah. scammed. Yeah, get scammed. 
So, um, okay. So anyway, so so it's not like gossip, but it's like a, it's a little gossipy because I w- I was going back and forth between uh, both both broadcasts last night, and there was actually there was two sort of narratives that went on, two uh, very similar narratives, and their and their narratives. Their one narrative is very uh, common, is very uh, frequent on the drop shot podcast. And that of course is shitting on the, uh, the studios, the development companies, and of course the publisher Activision, right? You know, that's, that's a very common. If you've listened to the drop shot, which most of you probably have, if you're here, because yeah, you know, the, yeah, that's, you know, the story. So, you know, the vibes, right? Um, and then one of the narratives that has really come from modern war zone um, Doug, you know, Doug, as we, as we kind of all know him, we affectionately know him as modern war zone, but you know, we, the, the whole Doug guy, we know the story and I knew this and I, it, when he was on the drop shot, I knew this was going to be a point of contention. I've, I've mentioned this on the podcast before, I think, but he was very, he was, he defended the, the studios, the game developers to a degree he defended them in the sense that he's like, you know, he said, Oh, Hey, you know, modern warfare is a good game. And of course, Raz was like, it's not a fucking good game. And they kind of got in the whole thing. And of course their whole thing happened, whatever. That's, that's not really what I'm getting into. That's where it's a little gossipy. But the point, my point is, is I watched a little bit of Doug's broadcast last night and he did exactly what I sort of, what I may have expected him to do. I, I watched about 10 minutes of his broadcast and within that 10 minutes he defended the pub, he defended the, the game studios. He defended the game studios and he mentioned how it's like you know people give these game studios a hard time about um, what's good the problems with the game, the problems with the, the, the lack of development, the lack of content, the lack of an anti-cheat and he and he he defended them and saying is like, you know, look, there are all these different studios studios that have never worked together. And it's a sort of an unprecedented thing that they're trying to make this whole thing work. Okay, fine. And then of course on the drop shot podcast, they rightly so complained vehemently and very, uh, uh, you know, objectly about, the lack of the fact that they addressed any real problems in Warzone, and they didn't. <laughs> Raz made it very clear by uh, highlighting the fact that, hey, look, we managed to make the fucking motorcycle be able to do wheelies, and that's what we did. We didn't do anything fucking else for the game. This is the fucking patch. That's it. I don't know. There might have been a little bit more to the patch. I don't know. And of course, he went on to shit on the fucking developers as he does. And that's fine, which is he is want and right in his right to do. But here's the thing about this whole thing. And this is and this is the point I'm going to try to get to about this. The truth, neither of them are right. Necessar- not that they're not right. They're obviously just expressing opinions. But what sort of what they're getting at lies somewhat in the middle. The truth of what they're sort of, the truth that they're speaking to lies in the middle of all of that. 
And I, I have a little bit of an anecdote for that, a little bit another story time from Dub, from your, you know, your host Dubfire. I worked for a software company for a long time. I worked for a software company. Now, this was a long time ago. However, software companies and in, in, in whether you're a video game company or just a software company that, you know, makes software for businesses, they're not too different. And what you have is you just, you have a disconnect between people who care about the bottom line and people who care about the software. And it can be very, very expressly uh, shown in sales. Cause I worked, I worked for a software company that was started by a couple of people who wanted to do software for Ford. These actually, these people actually, the, these people actually ran Ford computers systems, the computer systems for Ford for a long time. They decided to start their own company, um, you know, and it was like in the late 80s. And they started their own company. And basically what they did was they decided like, yeah, we Ford's got all these computers. And now the, so they want to do all this electronic stuff. So they started a company to help vendors and suppliers deal with Ford purely electronically so that they could submit purchase orders and invoice completely over modems, you know, electronic, do it over, you know, real modems. But in, in what they ran into was, well, okay, we have the software, but we have to sell it. So who do you get to sell it? Salespeople. Guess what salespeople don't know anything about? Computers. They don't know fuck all about computers. Fuck, they don't know the first fucking thing about what computers do. But... Guess what? They hired us to sell this software. So we're going to sell this software. So we're going to fucking tell people this software does shit that it doesn't do. If a, if a customer asks me, oh, yeah, will the software like help us do this and do this and this? You know what the salespeople, salesperson is going to say? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to do that. Yeah, that's, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, our guys will take care of it. They're going to do that. And it's, and it's not, it's, it's analogous in the, in the sense to gaming, obviously games sell themselves, but it's analogous in the sense that there are people at games companies who only care about the bottom line. They, so what you get is you've, so they're both sort of right there. You have to, there are always going to be people that care about the bottom line. And there's always going to be people who care about the product and the people who care about the bottom line really don't give a fuck what the people about the product think. It's like they we're protecting the bottom line. We want the bottom line to like we want our stock our shareholders to be happy. We want to fucking make this much money. We want to make this much money in sales. We want to market to this people. So it's like when you hear in the point I'm trying to get to, I know I'm like it sounds like I'm getting off track, but I'm not. What I'm getting at is that is EA you meant EA is they're just as bad as Activision sometimes. But at least Dice, Dice is a developer for this game, and they are pretty much the sole developer. Not exactly, as we talked about in the last podcast. Dice LA was in fact a whole other studio before they bought them, and they renamed them Dice LA. Now, of course, they're known as Ripple Effect, right? So, but the point I was trying to get to here is that I'm going to make is that. I don't feel like we're going to have to worry about so much all this sort of these disparate studios trying to work on this game. 
Dice is very focused. Dice is very focused on what they're going to do with this game and how it's going to work and what things are going to happen with it. So for all for all the things you may be hearing about what's going on in the video game world and you know, Electronic Arts, of course, is they got their shit checked with the whole fucking uh, Battlefront loot box thing. They got sued over that shit. Do you remember that, Evan? Do you remember seeing anything about that? Yeah, I remember that, and I think there's still ongoing long uh, lawsuits really? about the FIFA franchise. Oh, that's right. Because it's kind of in the same boat. Yeah. So I don't think EA is going to be quite a... Obviously, they're going to want microtransactions. Well, they're obviously, the yes, they're of course. They're here to yeah. make money. Exactly, yeah. So, but DICE is a very focused studio. There's been lots of talk... Some people have talked about, you know, dice and all that stuff. And um, it, they're a focus studio. They've got their shit together. Five was a misstep. No question. <laughs> Battlefield 5 was a total misstep. But we talked about that before. I feel like they totally hit the reset button on this. And they're, and they're all about getting the community to get behind this game you know, and, and, and it be a good game. So that's where I was going with that. Doug, you know, Raz and Doug, they both look, Doug defends them. Raz shits on them. Fact is, is like, it's, it's somewhere in the middle where this, where these development studios have to, I, I do not envy anybody that is working under Activision right now, whether it's Raven, Treyarch, Infinity Ward, um, What's the other? What's the other one? There's a uh, heavy metal, not heavy metal. Uh, sledgehammer. Sledgehammer. Thank you. <laughs> Whatever. I was close. Yeah, I do not envy any of those fucking people because they're working under shitty conditions. They and I'm not defending them because there's. It's pretty clear. I think there was definitely some rampant incompetency happening at I at Infinity Ward. Like, they just did not care to fix their problems. They didn't care to hire people. They didn't care to tell the people who had to write patch notes to write real fucking patch notes, right? They just didn't bother to, like, tell those people, like, hey, look, you got to write real fucking patch notes. Clearly, they, they didn't care. So I'm not defending them. They're, that was bullshit that they, you know. But you got to understand, too, Activision, dude, they're, they fucking, they... They're, I hate to use the word tyrant, but like they really kind of, they'll, they, they really pushed those studios around. They just, they bullied them, so to speak, you know, I feel like. And, and when you're in one of those studios and you're being pushed around by this publisher, it's shitty because when you're, when you work for one of these fucking studios, you, you know, you're, you get hired at one of these studios and you're told like, yeah, you're a game developer and you're going to help us develop all this cool stuff and we're going to do all this amazing shit. But guess what? No, Activision has Activision has the fucking last word on what gets done. And if Activision says you have to do this, we have to do this. And then when you're this person working at iDub or Treyarch, you're like, holy fuck, man. Like, I thought I was going to do this cool stuff. And like, now I'm getting pushed around by the fucking man. So it's a whole, it's a whole thing. It's, you know, it's, so that's my rant about that. And no one is listening, of course, and everyone's unsubscribing. So 
I'll yeah, put... I kind of agree yeah. with you. I feel like with with Modern Warfare that Infinity Ward wasn't. I don't know if dedicated is quite the right word mm-hmm. to it, but they were they were definitely pushed around by Activision. That's oh, yeah. going to happen with any major game. The publisher is going to have the final word in what makes money versus the dev studio. The patch notes, yes, that is a a lack of communication, um, caring almost. To right. A yeah. At least. Yeah, from, that's what it seems like. Right. Right. That's what it felt like. It felt like they just didn't even fucking care to yes. try to like write actual good patch notes and like no one cared you know they weren't getting in trouble for not doing it well (laughs) clearly so yeah versus battlefield 5 even if the game wasn't good the patch notes were always correct there you go The community managers were in battlefield form threads and reddit threads and twitter threads talking to the community saying i don't have a lot of information on this right now but there's something coming or I'm passing that along to the powers that be. Yeah. I feel like dice cares more about their game than infinity ward does. And this is probably going to start a whole debate, but I'm just saying what, what it seemed like from the outside looking in. Yeah, absolutely. No. Yeah, absolutely. The publishers have a final word and a lot. Yeah. They're, they're the ones that are here to make money. Exactly. Developers want to make a good game. Or exactly a game. I don't know a if game. that is quite the right term. <laughs> right, exactly. See you later, boy. Says it's like trust me, I'll be sad, genuinely, if Battlefield dies because I love it way more than COD. And I, dude, I feel you, fucking. See you later, boy. Mm-hmm. That's why we're boys. That's why you're here, dude. We fucking love this game. I love this game way more than fucking COD. I've said it. I said it, dude. I was never. I was not gonna touch Modern Warfare 2019, but they, Activision did, the the thing that was uh, in vogue. I I suppose they released a free to play game, Warzone, and I played it, and I was like, holy shit, it's not that bad. And so now I'm playing it, but I'm but I'm gonna fucking pay. I'm gonna pay if fucking Battle. I don't care if it was if it was 150 dollars for the fucking premium edition of Battlefield. I'll pay it. I'm paying it because I fucking love Battlefield. I, that's why I'm doing. That's why we're doing this podcast. And I don't think it's gonna die. See you later, boy. It's not gonna die. They're Oscar Gabrielson and Daniel Berlin. Just listening to those guys talk, they sound genuine, and they sound like they genuinely want to have a good Battlefield game. You know, so we'll see. And look. I'm giving this game, like, I'm going to give this game actually probably like a year grace period. I'm going to give it like a year grace period because we're talking about live service. You know, live service means they're going to be able to change lots of stuff, improve, you know, take out things, whatever. So it's like, I think back, you know, a while ago, a year grace period may have sounded like a long time. Um, But now it's like, you know, things are just going to, they're going to happen, you know, on the fly. Changes will happen on the fly. Improvements, patches, you know, so. Um, and we did give, we do, we gave Battlefield 4. I, we had to give Battlefield 4 a great period. There was very little content in Battlefield 4 when it first released. I've talked about this. Very little content. 
there was only like seven maps or something or like six maps, but they were like, but they were very active on forums and stuff. And they're like, look, we know we've heard the community. It's like, there's not a lot here, but we have expansions and the expansions are going to come. And they, and they kept their promise. The expansions came out and I think there were only like, I, I think at one point, I think, I, I can't remember. It's been so long ago, but like it was only like ten dollars for for an expansion. Or if you bought a premium pass, you got China Rising and you got Second Assault, you know, uh, and and then boom. And I was like, oh yeah, cool. And with Second Assault and China China Rising, yes, it was it was. Eh, I wasn't crazy about it, but Second Assault was great. And so they promised on the content. So I I feel like they'll promise they'll come through this time too. So yeah, so. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, you were, you obviously had a bad experience with Battlefield Five, so. So I'm gonna give them six to eight months. The content okay. I'm not as worried about. It's game breaking bugs, the constant airplane noises going down, and the timer running out, and you're not dead. You just stay in that revive screen. Things like that are what what are gonna kill it for me. Right. Content. Yeah. It is what it is. Half the time on the weekends, I'm not going to know where I am. I'm going to be bullshitting with my friends. Right. And not, I'm going to be seeing two of every person on the screen. <laughs> that doesn't matter. I'm here. No, exactly. Fun. I'm bullshitting. Right. Yeah. But if there's a F-35 for 45 minutes, I'm going to be mad. Right. They're exactly right. Yeah. So exactly. So we'll see. Um, it means they released an unfinished game, at least for COD. I hate it. I was generally happy when Halo delayed a year to fix their shit. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. Um, and look, um, this game's not going to get delayed because it's, it's EA. And EA won't stand for this game getting delayed, especially with, even with Warzone and is the shambles that it's in. You know, I don't think they want to. Uh, I stopped playing a few games once. Once Black Ops 2 died, and I actually like the game. That's why I'm not as good. BXR Legend, what's up, dude? Um, I don't see you hit the follow button. You should probably hit the follow button, BXR. I think the main team left BF5 as soon as it came out to develop 2020-42. That won't be the case for this game. I think the main team left BF5 as soon as it came out to develop 2020 not exactly. I'm thinking. I'm not quite sure. I'm following your comment there, BXR Legend, but I appreciate you hanging out, dude. I kind of get it? that. I think they. I think the Battlefield Five was rushed. You can tell that by looking at. The oh yeah, it was totally just rushed. How the game was. Yeah. So yeah, it was completely. I rushed. can kind of see that they put five out and it was like, all right, we need to get most of the guys working on the next game because we know this one's going to have some issues. We're going to leave Squad Two to do the content and live service right, add yeah. weapons, all this other shit. So I can kind of see that, but I, we'll see. I hope it's a good game, but right now we got another, what, three months, exactly three months, at least until the, the higher end. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Three out. months. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I was thinking about this today at work. Actually, battlefield five was a rushed mess and it was a rushed mess on a lot of levels. It was rushed because, they clearly look, I'm going to, I'm going to like touch on some like political things here and I'm not 
taking a stance in either direction. I'm clearly just I'm just bringing them up because I feel like they influenced Battlefield Five. I feel like clearly some of the people on the development team in Battlefield Five felt like it must have been important for that game to address some of the sort of topical issues at the time. Lack of female characters in the game. Okay, right. Um, social justice type things. And they did it and they and they it seemed like that was the focus of what they were trying to do. And that clearly kind of like pissed off a lot of the battlefield community. Um and not for the reasons that the the development team thought. A lot the development team seemed to think a lot of the people were being and there was there was definitely toxic and misogynist things being said about the game because of the female character and all that stuff in the game and the campaign. But a lot of people were just being like, wait a second, this just doesn't feel right. This seems weird. And I felt the same way. I was like, you're wait a second, you're going back to World War II finally, but you're like not doing it in the way I feel like seems right. It's like you made Battlefield 1942. You're the company that developed one of the greatest fucking first-person shooter games ever in Battlefield 1942. And you finally revisit World War II and you're doing it in this weird way. It doesn't it doesn't seem right. It's weird. And that's what a lot of opinions that was a lot of what people were expressing, but the and I read this sort of secondhand and the development team sort of like just was like, "Well, you know, we're just trying to do what the people want." And they were also trying to make the game uh, fit in with the times Fortnite was getting popular then right and it's like all this customization customization of characters and stuff like that so it's like yeah it was like it was a mess it was it was a complete mess and i said this in a couple pods ago i feel like they're like okay let's reset let's kind of take stock of what we do we know what we do good and we're gonna do this game and they could there's female characters in the game it's like just I don't know. I don't even want to get into that because I don't fucking care. I don't care if every... They can make every fucking... In this game, in this game, every single fucking specialist could be a woman. And I wouldn't fucking care one bit. Would not care one bit. Because yeah. this game has a has a element of suspension of disbelief to it. Because it's a fucking... It's set in a... In somewhat of an alternate reality. Not a real reality. World War Two is not an alternate reality. It's the reality of our history. So it's like I can see why people felt weird about it, and I don't blame them for for feeling feeling weird about it. So honestly, I don't care. Fucking make every make every fucking person in this game a gender neutral, binary, sexually identified. I don't care. It doesn't bother me one fucking bit. But if you're gonna make a World War Two game. I can see why it might have mattered. Anyway, holy shit. All right. We just, I just went ranting way too much about that. Okay. Anyway. It's fine. It's yeah, fine. No, I don't, I don't care about any of that shit. I, I want a good game. As long as it works, I'm, I'll be happy. Exactly. Whoever has the smallest hitbox, that's who I'm going to play as. There you go. I have a shit KD. <laughs> well, they're, gonna, I think they're all going to be the same, actually. <laughs> uh, BXR Legend says, I don't think women being in the game was the main issue. I believe it was the trying to show the social. Okay, but all right. I'm just, but what you're, but that is the social justice issue, though. 
is that a woman was in the game. It was it was kind of about. The, the biggest so, issue was one of the lead developers came out and said, if you don't like it, don't buy our game. Yes, that is true. Yeah, that's what I read secondhand. Like I said, I read some of that stuff secondhand and the developers got kind of toxic about it, which was yes. didn't help anything. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but to BXR Legends point that was, but that is kind of a social justice issue. BXR Legend is that, you know, women aren't sort of represented equally in games. And so that, that was kind of what got brought up a lot. Um, you know, it, you're right. And in Evan, yes, Evan, clearly the, the, the developers got toxic about it. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. Why do I hate women? That's right. Why do I hate women face? Why do you hate America face? Hey, I'm expressing my opinions, right? First amendment motherfucker. You're a lawyer, right? You know all about that. All right, anyway. All right. So we're not getting any more into that. Um, but I did, I, I'm glad that got brought up though. Cause that was kind of the, that was actually something that was on my mind at work today that I wanted to bring up about this stuff. And of course the whole development and stuff like that, but there, there, I think I do. I really do think dice is very focused on making this a fun game experience, a good to play game experience. And I think it's, hopefully it'll be there. Hopefully we'll get there. So anyway, um, all right so thank you everyone for listening holy fuck we did a pod tonight dude we did a fucking oh yeah on episode tonight award winning for sure not even a question i hope people listen to it i don't know i don't know what to take of some of the stats i see on um on uh uh anchor it looks like the average listen time is kind of low <laughs> which i don't know i'm people might hate our voices i don't know you don't think the special is going to work out balance wise? Yeah, no, we're going to talk. We'll get into that BXR legend for sure. We're going to uh, the more uh, we'll. Uh, I've wanted to talk about like we've we've touched on the specialists and um a little bit about how they're going to balance. We kind of touched on it a few episodes ago, but I don't want to get into it too much because we don't know enough about it yet. We don't know enough about the game yeah. world. Yeah, we don't know enough about yeah. So it's like. But we will get into that for sure, how they're going to balance out. Um, check out some of the past episodes, BXR Legend. I appreciate you hanging out, dude. Um, and yeah, uh, we did talk about the... I talked about the fact that I think they're going to have some specialist abilities, some like ultimate kind of abilities. So we'll see. Um, yeah, it, it's too early to, to speculate on how they're going to balance out. But we have to find more out more about the gameplay. So anyway... Uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening. This has been fucking great. Um, you have on Spotify, awesome, dude. Um, I need to get, I need to get us on Stitcher. Actually, I gotta fucking figure out the fucking. So this pod is not getting uploaded tonight because I'm gonna have a couple more beers and see you later, boy. I don't think I'm gonna play tonight. I'm just gonna chill because um, I do have to go into the work in the morning. And if I wanted like, wanted to play, then I'd like get amped up. I gotta I. Evan and I are not uh, unemployed content creators like a couple other podcast hosts we know and love. Yeah, I got a hell of a day coming up <laughs> Yeah, so Evan's definitely like ready for me to shut the fuck up and get us the hell out of here because <laughs> it's fucking late. So anyway, everyone, thanks for listening, of course. Follow me on Twitter, uh, tw uh, at Dubfire33. 
Uh, of course, follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash dubfire33. And of course, if you want to check out the Patreon, check out the Patreon and support the podcast. Patreon.com slash play, play the objective. See you later, boy. General of the Army. Our fucking man. Thanks for hanging out, brother. BXR Legend, thanks for hanging out. Face, thanks for hanging out. Everyone, thanks for hanging out. Everyone stay safe out there, and we will see you next time. Deuces.